Hi everyone, it's your host Katie, and this is Tea on the Rocks. Happy Saturday, or whatever day it is when you find yourself with my voice in your ears. Here at Tea on the Rocks, we discuss everything from career stuff, to lifestyle stuff, to pop culture stuff. Always keeping in mind the bottom line, having fun, and enjoying femininity in 2022. Follow me on Instagram at T-O-T-R underscore podcast. Hello, hello. Um, I haven't done this in three months. The last time I did it, I was in a hotel room in Toronto. So it's been even longer since I've sat in front of my little snowball and chatted with you guys. Um, I, I really can't believe it's been three months. I can't believe how quickly the year has just gotten away from us all. Like, I can't believe it's September. What? Like, I remember, it seems like January was like three weeks ago and I was recovering from getting my wisdom teeth out. Um, Seems like daylight savings was only three weeks ago and I was getting used to the changes that come with spring in the air and just, I don't know. It's just like, I, and I think as a collective, we can relate to just how freaking fast this year has gone. And I think a lot of it is, you know, COVID is quote unquote over. I mean, it's not over, but I mean, things have opened up again. People are out and about traveling, myself included. So it just feels like time it's almost like catching up. We're making up for lost time and time is moving super fast. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to, like, it's Virgo season, y'all. Like, it's time to get your poop in a group. It's time to take stock. It's time to plan. It's back to school for a lot of people, back to the office for a lot of people. Um, work is picking up for a lot of people. Like, just in general, like, I feel like September is the time to get organized. Always. Always, always. Um, And you know what? Because it's September, the pumpkin spice is fragrant in the air. And I have my pumpkin spice cold brew that my dear friend Ryan bought for me yesterday. Let me just take a sip and see if she's still reasonable. Doing good doing good. I like that. I'm going to put that on a coaster because I got a new desk a couple months ago from my dear friends at Ikea. And uh, I'm just, um, I'm not quite at the point where I don't care about it as much anymore. You know what I mean? When you get something new and you're like, oh my God, I have to be sure not to let anything happen to this. (laughs) And then you kind of relax about it. I'm not at that point yet. Um, I think I discussed getting a new desk a while ago. Um, but basically to recap, it just, it doesn't face the wall anymore. I felt like the energy was so stagnant in my office and ever since turning my desk around facing the door and that like kind of power stance, like feng shui or whatever you want to call it, work has honestly been better. Like things have improved, like business is growing. I have rebranded kind of, I got a GST number, so I had to like choose a name. I'm not incorporated yet, but, and and maybe I never will be, but, um, 
I just felt like I wanted it to be something more than just Catherine Major. So I just chose Catherine Major Creative for now as a placeholder. I might change it to Catherine Major Creative Consulting, although that seems a little long. But it's, it's good enough for now and kind of encompasses mostly what I do. Um, so yeah, I'm sitting down for a little bonus episode, a little chaotic bonus episode before season three kicks off. Um, it's September now, obviously, September 3rd as I'm recording this. So I'm hoping to get the first episode for season three, um, maybe in the next two weeks. As we know, we can never really rely on my timelines, so take that with a grain of salt. Um, Tea on the Rocks has been on the air for one year, and we're already on season three, so I think it's good that I took a little break so I could just like take a rest, take a beat, think about what I want the podcast to be, but also not really overthink it, because at the end of the day, it's just... It's a fun audio diary of my life that I can enjoy for years to come. You know, that's what it boils down to. And, you know, if other people want to listen, the very best. Um, I think that I'm going to definitely focus on work a little more on, in season three um, and just be kind of unapologetic about it. Like, this podcast is really... There's no true niche. There's no true pillar, content pillar, if you will. Um... But I do think that it's just my life and work is a huge part of my life more than it ever has been before. Um, And I kind of want to take time to talk occasionally about a little more about the granular granola of it all. Like what I'm doing um, on the day to day. I know I've talked about that before, but just like really what I'm doing how I got to this point, um, but not have it be like these long episodes, like just, you know, really apply the concept of work-life integration and apply and integrate more work into my podcast, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I, this episode is not really the start of season three. It's kind of like a mid you know, midpoint episode. It's really just going to be like a recap of my summer. Um, so let's get started. Uh, I went to Toronto in June. I've been to Ontario twice this summer, which has been really awesome. Um, we, of course, my last episode I recorded right from the hotel room. Uh, John was at a concert that night and that concert is where he unfortunately contracted covid and then gave it to me and we were both super down for the count um after that like something about viral load i read somewhere like the longer you're exposed to it the worse it can be and i feel like for him he was only exposed for like three hours and i was exposed for like days i don't really know how accurate or scientific that is but he definitely had a lighter case than I did. I had like, between the between the both of us, we had most of the classic symptoms. Um, and you know what? Like how embarrassing to get COVID on a random day in June, two and a half years after it starts, right? But also like how 
we were so grateful that you know we were vaccinated and like i couldn't even imagine how i would have felt if i wasn't vaccinated like i had a head cold i had a chest cold i had brain fog fatigue emotional distress like it was really crazy um and i'm definitely getting my booster as soon as that kind of three month point hits which should be pretty soon like the end of june anyway toronto was so amazing that i would do it all again um, we really, John and I have never flown together. Uh, we've been together for almost five years and it's really only been recently that we've like just been a little more like comfortable, I guess, like financially, like not to be gross and weird and talk about money, but like it's been, it's really been the first time that we've been able to afford going on like a big trip, staying in a hotel, taking flights, going out to eat, blah, blah, blah. Like, um, and it was really amazing. Like it was a lot of fun. I think we maybe each of us, we got 15,000 steps on average a day per person. Uh, we took, the, I took the subway for the first time. We saw a Jays game. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. We drank so much alcohol, which probably contributed to us getting COVID, you know, immune system, not so hot. Um, we visited my aunt, my dad's sister. Well, actually both of my dad's sister. Well, my dad has several sisters, but we visited his two younger sisters in Aurora, which is about an hour outside of Toronto proper. And we had a great little night. It was John's first time meeting my extended family, which was a very when worlds collide kind of moment for me. But it was also an opportunity for me to, you know, establish my own relationship with my extended family, like sort of separate from my parents being there. Um, and this is not like a negative thing by any means. It's just... It was one of those moments where you're like, okay, I guess I'm an adult. I guess this is my family and I can have separate independent relationships with them. And it was really enjoyable. Really like we were on the go train back from their house and we just raved about what a wonderful time we had. John was so happy to have met them. He felt so welcomed and like, my aunts have a way of when you, they speak to you, they really speak to you. They are active listeners. They ask you detailed questions about your life. They show interest. Like they're just, they're very sweet people. Um, so that was awesome. And we had some awesome Thai food as well. And speaking of the Go Train, um, John has this innate sense of direction and like figuring things out and that is not my strong suit. Like if I was alone, I'd figure it out. But sometimes when you're in a partnership, it's it, sometimes it's just like less stressful to let the person who has that expertise and innate knowledge to kind of just like deal with it. And then you deal with the things that you're comfortable with. You know what I mean? Like it's a partnership, like you're a team. You don't have to be good at everything like good at the same things like one person can be better at choosing and booking restaurants and figuring out what we're going to eat and you know keeping the hotel room clean and just and the other person can handle dealing with transportation and um 
you know, booking tickets and, and that sort of thing. And it really makes for a great trip. John's a great person to travel with. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. When I was on the plane on the way there, um, I had kind of like, um, like a gastric emergency. I don't know if you... Well, if you're listening, whoever you are, you know the feeling when you eat something weird and your stomach isn't feeling very well. And you kind of have this moment where you're like, if I don't get to a bathroom right now, we're going to have a serious problem. Like, I'm going to be on the news kind of thing. Um, I ate this really fibrous, like, gluten-free muffin before we took off. And now, girl, when I tell you that my life flashed before my eyes, I, I'm telling you nothing but the truth, no exaggeration. Like, we were on the, like small tiny little airplane that flies out of Fredericton it's um de Havilland dash Q8 or D8 or something like that it's a tiny plane um they have like kind of tiers of these planes and we were on a nicer one which was great um but we we I, we were like three quarters of the way down from the washroom, and like obviously when the plane is taxiing and taking off into the sky, you can't just like get up and go to the bathroom. So I'm just like really like sweating, getting goosebumps, like fighting for my life in my seat. And I was like, John, like I really like need to go to the bathroom, and he was like, I'm so sorry. Like how can I help you? <laughs> And like in those moments, like you don't even want to be spoken to. You don't even want to think like everything in your body is focused on keeping yourself together. <laughs> and then the seatbelt sign finally came off and we were, and somebody else immediately went into the bathroom. And I was like, oh, great. I literally like the plane wasn't that full. So there was empty seats at the top near the bathroom. And I literally left my seat and like, sat perched on one of these little seats at which is like first class um one of these little seats just waiting to fly into the little bathroom and this person came out and clearly was having the same problem i was i don't know what was in the air <laughs> but i went in there and i just had a i had a hard time i'm telling you i had a hard time and those are some small bathrooms and there's no sink some some airplanes have sinks that one didn't that just had like a little weird sanitizer dispenser coming out of the wall so anyway you know we got over it it was fine we landed we got an uber it was a beautiful day in toronto and we had a great time uh we came home dealt with covid very slowly recovered i've been doing a lot of walking this summer which is amazing um, I really feel like I can see it in my legs, like my legs are a little more toned, like I have more like kind of cardiac health, um, but after I got COVID, I couldn't walk for a couple of days, and when I started walking again, oh my goodness, it was so difficult, because basically, uh, my street is just like one long incline, which is fine if you're, you know, reasonable health, but if you're getting over a lung virus it's difficult um two weeks later after we got back from toronto we took a little weekend getaway to cap pele which is in northern new brunswick and it's only about like you when you go to the beach there you can see prince edward island um 
it's gorgeous like i feel i saw cat palette is really more pei than it is new brunswick um we kept joking that you know we were taking a, a, a rest cure by the sea like you know by the seaside very victorian edwardian uh, vibes like and we really did like we needed it and the weather was really cool too because you're we on the beach and there was a thunderstorm going on like 15 kilometers away but you know there there was no clouds or anything on top of us so we were able to kind of enjoy it and you know we stayed out of the water but um you don't see that kind of weather in Fredericton so that was really really relaxing we stayed at an Airbnb it was a beautiful Airbnb um we played gosh what do we play we played some game that I kept losing I'm not a games girly. I'm not good at games. Um, we watched TV. Just like, I don't know. It was just the kind of trip you need after going to like a big city. Then about a month later, we went to PEI, which is sort of like the creme de la creme for us. Every year we go to PEI. This year we decided to stay outside of Charlottetown near Brackley Beach. We got an Airbnb, which was idyllic. Like it was total like cabin cottage vibes. You know, you had bacon and eggs and toast every morning, went to the beach, relaxed. Um, we had a campfire every night, roasted marshmallows, made s'mores. Like it was another really idyllic, relaxing trip. We stayed there for about five days i want to say four or five days um we listened to a lot of like relaxing spa music which was kind of funny but like it was just the vibe we were like let's throw that on let's enjoy i deleted every like email and like work application off of my phone and it was completely turned off and it was bliss i had a really hard time with it to start but by the end of it it was amazing um, I did have like a hundred emails to look after when I got back, but it was fine. Most of them were just notifications and things, not actually things I needed to action. Um, and then I went, I just got back from actually a week today. I flew home again from Ontario. I went to Ontario from the 18th to the 27th and of, of August. Um, I stayed in Perry Sound, or just, just outside of Perry Sound at the, the Ontario Camp of the Deaf. Um, I think I've covered what that is in the past, um, but the long and short of it is basically, and I could have this wrong, but basically the Ontario Camp of the Deaf is um, like back in the 60s and 70s, um, my grandparents and a bunch of other people sort of, they were looking for like a campground for deaf children to have a sort of like a safe haven and a campground that they could enjoy. Um, and they have like a senior camp and then a junior camp, so like teens and preteens. And, you know, there's a beautiful waterfront. There's two beautiful waterfronts. There's boats. There's a Tarzan rope, jumping towers, kayaks, like the whole bit. Um, and it was like a, a huge staple for my, the dad's side of, the dad, my dad's side of the family. 
Um, my parents were really great. Um, they were like, well, why don't you just give us your big suitcase and a few other things like your bedding so we can take it ahead of time because they always drive. They always drive um, from New Brunswick to Ontario. That's how my dad has always done it. He will not fly. <laughs> um, and just with my pelvic issues, it's just not like, and I get kind of car sick and it's just like not an enjoyable experience for me. I think the last time I did the drive was in 2019 and I had to stop like every hour and a half to go pee. Luckily, everybody was like really cool about it, but I felt really bad. And those were like, that was kind of like the onset of my pelvic issues, the first like symptom. Um, but so I flew. I flew, I was supposed to fly on the 17th, but I flew on the 18th because the flight on the 17th was like very weirdly delayed. And WestJet is stopping at service to Fredericton in November. And it is like slowly kind of clawing back the flights that go out of Fredericton. So there's only one flight now. Um, so it wasn't canceled. They still came to Fredericton and left, but they didn't get to Toronto until like 12 a.m. And it's a two-hour drive from the Toronto airport, Pearson, to um Perry Sound. So my dad was like, mm, any chance you could reschedule? And WestJet was really good about it. So I was just on the flight for the next day. Um, I did do a lot of work, unfortunately. Um, it was one of those, we have basically lately, I, I have a few private clients, but the bulk of my work is with two marketing agencies and I fulfill kind of very different roles within both agency. For one agency, I'm a content manager. And for another agency, I'm like a content designer. Like there's so many words for writing content, but in this agency's atmosphere, it's content designer for writing website copy and developing messaging and um, support and just operations and it, it, my role is very fluid and it's developed by quite a bit in the last year but the one that I'm a content manager for is um, a content marketing agency which is blogs social media newsletters that sort of thing the other one is a web design agency which is literally designing websites and establishing that branding and make it making it look really good and really on point so it's kind of funny because um in the marketing life cycle the web design agency is like kind of like the first step to digital marketing and then the content marketing agency is like what happens after like how you keep your name in the game so it's been an education but it's also a lot like it's a lot of responsibility there's a lot of work um so i couldn't kind of turn it off in that same way um but I did still work really reduced hours and sort of let people know I'd be kind of semi out of the office. I just took a sip of my pumpkin spice. That is good. I don't care what anybody says. Pumpkin spice is elite. I am not a huge fan of the lattes though. I'm a cold brew girl. Anyway, so yeah, on Wednesday, like the following Wednesday after I got there, we spread my grandmother's ashes as of course she did pass last October. Um, it was really beautiful and I won't get into it cause it was very emotional as well, but we had a, it was a nice time. 
family came out and like the rest of the extended family came out and we just, I don't know, it was really nice. Um, and then after Thursday, I kind of like took the rest of the, the week off and the weekend, of course. Um, and then I flew home on Saturday and yeah, so I've been back. Work has not actually been too crazy, obviously, because I was still working when I was away. So I didn't have like a zillion emails to come back to or anything. Um, and But now I'm really enjoying this long weekend. I have a busy week coming up, so I just like really need it. And yeah, like with work, it's 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 definitely it's been good. It's been a net positive. There's been a lot of growing pains though, a lot of growing pains. And this kind of work forces you to grow as a person and like evaluate your habits and set boundaries. But also like if you're struggling with something, um, you have to find the line between boohoo, like this is hard, like I don't know how to do this. And okay, maybe I'm actually not qualified for this. Do you know what I mean? Like you have to find the line between insecurity and kind of just pushing through or maybe this you aren't cut out for this. Um, and I've had a lot of like reflection, like in therapy and just kind of talking to the closest people around me and I've I think I've really kind of come through on the other side like you know that TikTok sound like people can do hard things and like you really can um in my case I'm lucky to have two very great teams that I work with I've hired some 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 wow some subcontractors to help me with the excess stuff that I I don't have time for anymore um and they are amazing um, they're all actually from BC and I was actually born in BC. So that's great. It's, it's like I said, it's, it's just been one of those things where you really ha- like, you have to take a look at yourself and see what the root of the problem is and try and squash the insecurity as best you can, but also giving yourself grace. Right. And this can go for any industry, any work environment. Like if you're new somewhere or new to doing certain tasks, like you're going to feel poopy about it. You're going to have self-esteem issues. Um, It varies from person to person, but you're still going to feel like uncertain, kind of icky and like just not really sure if it's right for you. But when you push through that, And just give yourself the benefit of the doubt and be like, maybe I can do this. What if it all works out? You know, assuming that it's going to be a positive thing, like, and telling yourself, I can do this. I can, like, I'll get it eventually. It's taken me a long time to get to that point and I still struggle, but I can safely say that, like, I really have reached a point where my internal dialogue about these things is generally more positive like generally like you can figure this out it's also most like it's not life or death like not not in my industry anyway nobody's gonna die you know it's it's not as serious as dreadful as awful as sometimes your insecurities and uncertainties can make it out to be 
Um, so that's just like a little food for thought. And when it comes to food for thought, I just want to say, like, I am not pretending to be anything that I'm not. And this is neither here nor there, but there's been a lot of discourse over the summer about tanks and other podcasters who kind of present themselves as like these big sister figures or just like someone who gives general advice. Like I'm literally only talking from my own experience and kind of just talking to you how I would talk to any of my friends like IRL. Um, Some might say I'm a little overbearing with my advice, but I genuinely like mean the best and I never want to give the impression that I know better. Uh, I certainly do not. I do not have it all figured out. I barely classify myself as an adult and I turn 32 in three months. (laughs) Um, A lot of my advice is rooted in experiences from either taking the hard route or just simply experiencing it. And not because I think I'm some sort of some sort of authority on the matter. Um, And I think I'll bring it to a close here. I'm really excited for season three. I think there's going to be a serious evolution. Um, It's going to be a little more inspired. The topics that I talk about are going to be a little more inspired by what I'm hearing, like online, pop culture, discourse but a little less buzzwordy and a little more nuance, a little more discussion, a little more um, audacity, I guess, like I less playing it safe. Like I don't have like extremely polarizing views on anything. Well, I guess it depends on the person that's subjective, but it's definitely gonna be a little more honest. Not that they haven't been honest before, certainly they have, but I think, you know, when you talk to a bunch of people that can't talk back there's not a lot of room for discussion i guess but i really just want to talk about a few more serious things share my views um address things in the media like not that i'm some kind of like person like influencer or who anybody cares about like what their you know what my opinion is but I don't know. I hope you're picking up what I'm putting down because I feel like I'm not explaining it very well. But the bottom line is it's going to be a little more nuance, a little more hot takes, probably cold takes to some people. Um, And a lot, it's still going to be fun. Like in my next episode, I really want to discuss like my ex. You know what you mean? You know what I mean? Like if you're dating someone new and they just do something and it's totally random and you're just like, Ugh, like I cannot. <laughs> um, like one of my ex, I'll say right now as a teaser, is when you're meeting a dude for coffee and like you're kind of nervous and they pull up in their car and get out of it, I don't know. Something about that is so embarrassing to me. <laughs> It's like seeing them in this like liminal space, right? Like they're in their car driving to see you and they're getting out of their car and they're, you know, they're probably nervous too. And you're like, oh, (laughs) it's just, it's too much. Anyway, we'll get into more of that in a couple of weeks. 
But you know what? Until next time, thanks for listening to Tea on the Rocks.